is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. supported today by Marion Design Co., a social design studio whose mission is to create sustainable design solutions to magnify the powerful stories behind organizations, businesses, and individuals. We believe good design should be accessible to everyone. Our clients include Marion Health, Mississinawa Schools, Princeton University, the City of Marion, and more. With a combined 46 years of professional design experience, collaboration is critical to our empathic design solutions through graphic design, interior design, placemaking design, and design thinking. Whether it's branding, marketing, space planning, commercial or residential interior designs, or strategic design thinking, Marion Design Co. will hold your story with care. Located in downtown Marion, Indiana, reach out to hello at mariondesign.co, find us at www.mariondesign.co, or on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Welcome back to the next episode of Where We Landed. I am Alicia Hazelwood, and I am joined in the studio with our co-hosts, Kylie Jackson. Hey, everybody. And Iris Brunner. hey We're excited for our guests today. All right. And we are going to start today with some trivia. Oh. So, uh, right. Josh, you're welcome to participate. Um, Scott isn't here. I think he, he won last time. So now's your chance. Sorry about that. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm over it. I beat him the first time. That's all that matters. And the second time. And, and the second time. Probably. Yeah. Josh, are you competitive? I feel like you. It depends on the day. All right. All right. Ready? We're going to do sure. five questions. Okay. Question number one. Oh, it's math. Ugh. If you tipped 20% on a $15 bill, how much was your tip? $3. Nicely done. Oh, Public so math. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Public math. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20. All right. Uh, what month was Julius Caesar stabbed March. in? March. We had the this the last of March. Time. We had it the last time. Sorry, Kelly. That was a Scott question. Uh, all right. Him and Iris tied on that one. So you Beware must have jumped around this March. trivia here. I did a little. Um, Don't ask about Marie Antoinette. Okay. <laughs> Don't ask about cake. <laughs> um, what is your body's largest organ? Skin. Skin. Was this last time too? No. No. You guys are just really smart. <laughs> I got that first, by the way. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, you couldn't give me that one with the math question? Uh, all right, ready? Ugh, all I don't right. know how many we've done now. I think two. Two. What are the Great Lakes? Erie, Michigan, Superior, two um, more. Ontario, and... Folk artist, Lord Farquaad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, we just watched Shrek. <laughs> Obviously. The folk artist. Oh, Huron. Yeah. Oh, that was point for both of us. Good job. Okay. Good job. <laughs> um, which country invented tea? Uh, Great India. It, you said India? Yeah. You said England? Yeah. Neither one of those. Uh, China. <laughs> Listen, nicely done, listen, well done. I just I'm wish impressed. that our listeners could see the look of surprise in Kylie's face when I got that correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, one more or two more? One. One, more. one more. How many bones do sharks have? Oh, Leo would be so 157. 212. Bones? Like three. No clue. It's Bo- closest. The, one, the jaw. None. 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 They have no bones. No bones. The jaw isn't a bone? Apparently not. All cartilage. Man, Leo would be so disappointed with me. These are BuzzFeed trivia questions. Uh, So like we said earlier, like there's no fact check. It's awful hard. The only thing you find of a shark is Is the jaw. jaw. That's Mm. what's in the museums. Yeah. Okay. And the teeth. Good to know. Those are out of calcium. Hey, that was fun. They're not bones. I like to win. Calcium. Bones are made of calcium, right? Yeah. There's calcium in bones. But is it just calcium? I don't know. Remember, we don't fact check. We're showing people that we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they say, like, There's a reason why I'm in the field that I'm in. Yeah, just keep your mouth closed and <laughs> shut up. <people. laughs> it's fine. 
Okay. Oh, skin's the largest organ. Let's leave it there. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, friends, we're so happy that you're here and that you're listening. Uh, Today we have uh, Josh Fierstein in the building. He is the owner operator of Strive Studio and also the loft at Strive. Welcome to where we landed. Thank you for having me. (laughs) We're fancy. We have sound effects. Long time listener. (laughs) First time attendee yeah. would say caller like it's a radio yeah, station yeah, like yeah. The, right yeah. um well we're so happy that you're here and first question we always ask is how did you land here well i was born here lived most of my life here so good old mgh that's where i landed <laughs> um lived here up until kindergarten moved to evansville then moved to uh, Kissimmee, florida lived there for two years uh well it's, it's kind of shaky at the, the time that, I mean, I was like seven years old. And so like 97 to 99, I just remember like Austin Powers came out around that time. That's kind of how I, <laughs> I, I did like Austin time. Powers, Princess Diana. And then I came back in 99. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we played, when we do trivia, uh, my wife gets, it just, it's, it amazes her, like how I associate things with certain years, like something that happened in, events, in 96 yeah. like space jam came out in 96 <laughs> and this happened that same year because you so, remember like where you live yeah yeah that's yeah. stuff like that so yeah, that's just, yeah space jam's then, important you should know when that came out yeah i came back here and then i've lived here um pretty much ever since i had i did a stint in muncie i went mm-hmm. to ball state because i thought that i was um going to college was the thing to do mm-hmm. right when you get out of high school you don't really um, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. So went there, did a year at Ball State, really wasn't sure what I was doing. Uh, went to Ivy Tech. Most of my friends were in Muncie, so I just stayed in Muncie. That's where I worked, just like a lot of people that uh, graduate some school in, from some school in Grant County. They think, oh, I can't come back. I can't show my mm-hmm. face back there. <laughs> so that's kind of how I was. And um, then I met my wife. And I was living in Muncie and she kind of pulled me back. We got our first house and is she from here? Yeah, she's from here. She's uh she went to uh Miss Cinewall. So okay. she's a she's a gas city. Can I say river rat on the air? Uh-huh. Absolutely. And I know they're they're pretty they're pretty they're proud pretty proud of, of they being are. river rats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they named their brewery after it until they got in trouble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're she's a she's a proud proud river rat <laughs> and so you, did you go to marion say that what's that did you go to marion yes i went okay. to marion yep i graduated in 2009 okay yep. track football terry lakes mark surface <laughs> so yeah some nice. some legendary we were just talking about mr lakes at mm-hmm. lunch today we were because he recently has retired from the classroom so oh, really yeah. yeah 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 good for him he's somewhat of a neighbor of mine we live really close oh. together so i drive by and i'll honk oh, yeah. at him give him grief about his his lack of hair <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i ever knew him with hair no no if you look at old pictures like in his yeah. 20s he it was it was gone yeah. terry i'm sorry if you if you're <laughs> wait you said the 20s like the 1920s his, no. his his 20s. 20s. I, I, I was me and matt were really good friends that was iris sure. by the way so, sorry. so i would see like old photo albums of him running yeah. with his his college buddies and uh, he, he's, he's a guy that would probably be awesome on this show. Yep. Mm. Uh, just the lack of hair. He's like, I didn't come here for this. No. So. Sure. <laughs> he, did. Slander. he didn't hesitate to, to fire those shots. <laughs> no, no, I went, I went all in with that. <laughs> Good stuff. So, so you did come back and yes. what was it like for you growing up here in Marion and in, in the area? I mean, I, I loved it. It's really all I knew. Uh, didn't really so i grew up in the jones okay. neighborhood yeah. so brinker heights over there uh-huh. um i had a uh, a close group of friends that i i pretty much still have to this day um i mean it was it was awesome going to the park all the time uh the side of town we grew up on it wasn't a very nice part of town like there's there's still sp- spots that i'm seeing now um, or that we might pass growing up as a kid didn't really have a whole lot. So the house we lived in and the neighborhood we lived in, um, 
I thought some of the houses there were like super, super nice. And then I did, I had no idea about like Shady Hills and these mm, other no right. frame of neighborhoods. But I mean, where, or, I mean, where I grew up, uh, it was just amazing. I was always appreciative of anything that my mom could provide and the things that me and my friends were able to do riding around all the time in the summertime on our bikes. Um, so we kind of lived out by the water plan as well. Okay. So Blue Heron Lake, mm -hmm. um, there's, I think right when they started developing stuff out there, we would ride our bikes, um, go to that, that gas station, go up a little further and there's like a dam right there. And we would just, we would just get lost, no phones, <laughs> just doing things. I mean, parents trusted you. You're able to just go out and do whatever. And I mean, of course they, they cared for your safety, but the way things are now, I think parents have a lot more of a grip on or a little more worrisome because of the crazies out there. But Marion Grant County has always been a, a great place. It's that type up. of thing too. Growing up then it was like, if you got in trouble, a lot of times the police officers would be like, I know where you live. So we're going to take you back home or go back home. You're not where you're supposed to be. It wasn't as like, now we've got to hold parents accountable to this, that, and the other thing too. I can remember that Lisa Dominici and I joke about growing up feral, mm -hmm. right? Like you just <laughs> ran around. That's just what you did. So. Yep. I agree. So I was going to ask, um, how did you, so track and football, how did that lead into like what you're doing today? What, what did that look like after you came back to town? Fun, funny story. Um, we're going to talk about Terry quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> on this episode. He, I gave him, I gave him a headache. I was the kid that I'm surprised they let me graduate because I just, I missed so much school. I still had pretty good grades. I was a smart kid. I just, I was like, man, I can do, I can get by by just doing the minimum and I would miss practices. He'd have to sit me out. Same thing with, with coach surface. I was the kid that would not want to practice, not really want to show up to school, but then come to the track meets or come to the, the football game and perform. And then I know my coaches now they see what I'm doing, like the accountability aspect, the showing up and what I preach day in and day out, showing up, just doing it. Um, it's like, how, how did this kid take yeah, this path? Where was this kid? And he's doing these things like nobody would have had. I mean, I, it was just, I had some, I mean, not like I was booby miles or anything like just the God given talent. I mean, I was just a, a decent athlete, but good enough to be varsity and just squeeze by, by not even lifting weights, just mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, um, I go off on tangents a little bit. I'll, I'll get, I'll get lost. You guys Keep got going. a real man sometimes. <laughs> so the question was how it led to what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, I would say not a whole lot with high school, but my mother and my aunt are both nurses. And so towards the end of high school, the big thing was I know I wanted to help people, but I didn't know in what way I wasn't super ambitious. Um, I just knew I wanted to help people seeing the way my mom and aunt, um, even though it was a high stress job, just the satisfaction they had coming home sometime with tears, just based on what happened. Um, so now I'm going to go into, uh, so I went to ball state. I didn't tell you guys about my like Brown Mackey, you know, they're not open anymore. Are they? No. Yeah. So, um, I looked at physical therapy assisting, occupational therapy assisting, and we're going to get into, I, I'm going to tell you guys about a string of jobs that I had. <laughs> I, I bounced all over the place and Love I, it. I finally like landed on Plymouth rock with what I'm doing right now. Um, so Brown Mackey, as I say, but that's important because I mean, we, we, I think we talk about that a lot and that's the, the path is never straight, no, right? It was it's bumpy and fine. it takes turns and it, it, most people don't end up where they think that they're going to be, right? Absolutely. So I was signed up for physical therapy assisting in uh, Fort Wayne. They lost their accreditation. And then I started working, working a job. I can't remember what it was. And then I looked into occupational therapy assisting in Indianapolis. And I actually, I was about to move down there. So I was commuting. This is, I was living in Muncie at the time. And so it's about a month in and I receive an email and they say, 
Um, you're safe, but we're going to be closing our doors. The people who are in the program right now, we're going to let you Finish. graduate and go through. But I was like, that's kind of sketchy. I don't mm -hmm. know if people outside of this institution are going to respect that or you guys are, you guys don't have the money or whatever it is why you guys are closing your doors um, a couple years from now. Are you guys still going to be open? Like I'm investing all this time and money. So I just, I backed out because it was early. I just wanted to be safe. And sure enough, it was just a, it was just a bad situation there. So then I'll talk about my, uh, my stint of jobs. So I started, I just started getting into the healthcare, uh, field. Um, I was when I, so I came back here and I was working at MGH. I was doing, uh, the patient access representative. So like registration in mm -hmm. the ER, I was working night shift and it was, it was a stressful job in, uh, also just trying to stay up on the slow nights. I hated talking on the phone with people, um, staring at a computer, sitting there, sedentary work just wasn't my job. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had a, the fortune of rupturing my Achilles. I know. Okay, it, wait it, a minute. I love how the fortune. Yeah, I don't know that know. ever anyone has ever said. I know. It was great. I ruptured my Achilles. So because of that injury, so you do get up and you go. You have your little rolling computer. You go mm -hmm. to rooms and register people. But because of my injury, um, it just I couldn't do that job efficiently. Even though, mm -hmm. like, there's some parts of the day where you sit down, and there's other parts where you like switch with somebody, and then you're going to rooms all the time. Um, so I lost, uh, I was so happy that I got fired. Well, they had to let me go because I was injured. And then, then it started my, uh, my string of jobs. So I was on, so I was injured. I couldn't, I couldn't work. And then I found a job in Muncie. So Navient, which was Sally May. I worked there tra tracking down people that were delinquent on their on their uh on the phone on their loans on the phone on i the hated phone again, it on the phone in, high in stress the desk, yeah then i worked for fast i was never mind you i was never fired from any of these jobs <laughs> i left on my own terms yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes it any better then i worked for fast and also tools nuts bolts stuff like that um i had an awful boss it, it wasn't here in town so if anybody knows anybody here that's it's nothing <laughs> associated with you guys <laughs> then I, I transported patients at ball memorial hospital um and all these kind of come together that they tie in really well um transporting patients was awesome it was a learning experience um just interacting with people so you're the one that they see going to and from some of the most stressful times in yeah. their lives scary just mm -hmm. cracking the joke to, to kind of take their mind off of things or i mean sometimes you you had to transport people that, that passed away you're getting them out of the room so it was a lot of highs and lows i learned a lot with that then um i got out of there and i was working at mutual bank downtown in muncie <laughs> on the phones <laughs> Um, we might need a shirt on the phones. Um, and I hated it. Yeah, I, I hated it. Mutual bank, because people are calling me because they're like locked out of their account, their card's not working. And I'm the yeah. one who messed it up. Um, yeah, of course you are. A lot of the things they disagreed with, I was like, man, I'm, I agree with you, but I can't say that out loud because this call is being recorded. And, for and quality my, assurance. Yeah, for quality <laughs> assurance. <laughs> and then my, uh, my supervisor's listening and it's just not going to work. So I'm just... I, I can't do this much longer. Then I worked at the Youth Opportunity Center in Muncie. Mm. So all these jobs I'm naming right now, uh, it's within a span of, of of three years from 2015 to 2018. So do you guys know about the Youth Opportunity Center? I've heard of it. So it's uh, it's for at at risk youth. It it can be very severe, like where they're locked in almost like a detention center where they they're like in their own room, almost like like a little prison. Um, so it, there's different levels. Some is like whites where you have house parents and that's kind of where I was at, but I was on a, like a high security. So I had my own key to get into this, uh, gated community that, uh, the gates went way up. There's barbed wire. And I worked with a highly volatile group of like 12 to 18 year old boys. And it was just, it's one of those jobs where you have to be a special type of person, yeah. uh, an extreme amount of patience. Some days were amazing. Other days were like, I, I, I can't do this. And then I just, I reached my breaking point just mentally. It wasn't mm -hmm. for me. I mean, I'm trying all these things out just, to, just to see what works. After that, I did drug testing 
for DCS, mobile drug testing. So I went to people's houses um, just to, just to mm -hmm. test them to see if they could keep their kids mm -hmm. or if they were trying to get their kids back, if they had lost their kids yeah. just because like court ordered things. Mm -hmm. And that was interesting. I can make my own schedule. I ran into a lot of interesting people, some tough situations. After that, I worked for Aunt Millie's <laughs> um, loading trucks in Muncie. After that, I worked for Ecolab doing uh, loading trucks and picking orders. So soaps. So I think that's like eight jobs in, in three years. Yeah, some <laughs> just, of those jobs. Just testing yeah. them all out. Yeah, yeah. And then all those led to me. Uh, it taught me a lot. I, I mean, I, I grabbed little bits and pieces from every single job. And it, it made me into the person that I am today that makes me successful with uh, the crowd that I work with and the things that I do. Yeah, so talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So training, personal training. Uh, strive studio it's um so i work with people it's a private facility what makes it different is um it's private so if you train at say the ymca and i'm not bad mouthing any of these gyms i, I have great respect for all these uh, but the ymca anytime fitness um, big robs planet fitness you have the memberships which is just the general population in there and then you also have personal trainers training their clients that pay a fee to work with them. But when you have that general population, the gym could be packed and you just, you're waiting on equipment sometimes. And it just, you might run into somebody and they might not be respectful of your time and the trainer's time. And they might try to talk to you and just things get in the way and you don't get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. Where We Landed is supported today by Marion Design Co., a social design studio whose mission is to create sustainable design solutions to magnify the powerful stories behind organizations, businesses, and individuals. We believe good design should be accessible to everyone. Our clients include Marion Health, Mississinawa Schools, Princeton University, the City of Marion, and more. With a combined 46 years of professional design experience, collaboration is critical to our empathic design solutions through graphic design, interior design, placemaking design, and design thinking. Whether it's branding, marketing, space planning, commercial or residential interior designs, or strategic design thinking, Marion Design Co. will hold your story with care. Located in downtown Marion, Indiana, reach out to hello at mariondesign.co. Find us at www.mariondesign.co or on our Instagram and Facebook pages. So... You say it's private, like, do you own it? Are you like, what is, I've never heard of Strive Studio before yes, and yes. the full aspect of that. So can you go into that? Yes, I own it. It is, um, it is by appointment only. So I'm the only trainer in there. Okay. So people, people come to me, they're going to see me specifically. Um, it's only going to be them in their training. And I kind of, uh, it's like the atmosphere is completely theirs. Like I, I kind of learn their music taste and um, being a trainer, you kind of learn like just things that go on in their lives. They, don't, they turn yeah. into your friends, especially the people that you've been training for a while. Um, but yeah, I train people from, I mean, they could be the elderly that are like recovering from a hip surgery, or it could be like an elite athlete, somebody that played college soccer or might be like in the pros or something like that or some type of division of that um so yeah it's i, I train i train a vast group of uh, skill levels and strength so levels where is it located at and then like did you when how did you decide from those eight jobs in three years that you were going to do personal training and open this business? Okay. So it is downtown Marion, um, on Washington street, right across from the courthouse. It's that, that small, not on the North side, it's on the West, West side. If you're okay. familiar with, with all that, uh, the black and white building, but the, it's right next, there's a big blue building. Right. So the, the alley on the west side, that black and white mm -hmm. facade, that's that Strive Studio. I operate on the downstairs, okay. the downstairs part. And how I came to this, um, so I was working out at Big Rob's one time and I saw him training and I was like, man, I think I could do this. I was working at Ecolab at the time 
And I started talking to him and he's telling me like what all it entails. And whenever I go, go for something, I go all in. It's almost like an adre- adrenaline rush. Like I'm, I'm, you can tell my adrenaline's going right now. I'm talking about <laughs> it, my, my stuttering. Um, but how I would jump ship for a new, uh, for a new thing, it getting, getting my adrenaline rushing. So I quit my job, um, told my wife that I was thinking about doing it, talked to my mom. And they were like, if this is what you want to do, um, given I, my, my previous history that I, that I rattled off, um, go for it because we don't want to see you miserable and doing this. And at the time my wife had a, her job was really good and she was able to take the, do the, the meat and potatoes of the bills and all that. Okay. So I, there wasn't like a, a financial pressure or stress. So I started training people. It was rough. It was I mean, I would do anything just to try and get somebody to walk through the door, um, getting somebody to come in for free, uh, something like that, because nobody knew that I was doing it. And I was just training under the umbrella of Rob. And um, so I started getting some clients and then uh, it just slowly but surely, almost like a hairdresser, you're just you're just sitting there, you're waiting for people to walk in and take a chance on you. So slowly clientele starts to build, starts to build. Um, and then I actually break away from Rob's just before the pandemic, which was the pandemic was a blessing for my business. I know a lot of people struggled with that, but with the pandemic, I branched off and I was training in my garage. This was when I lived uh, in, in Brookhaven, just a two car garage. I didn't have a whole lot. I had a few dumbbells, a few kettlebells, some rings, pull up bar. Um, compared to what I have now, like that's, that's nothing. I had clients who, uh, had a strong belief in me and where I was going. So they traveled with me to train at my house. I mean, it takes a lot. You're paying to work with a trainer in a gym and then he wants to train in his garage. That's not climate controlled. He barely has this or that. Um, so it, it grew and grew in the garage. I was like flipping and selling, uh, buying and selling equipment to, to slowly increase the quality of the equipment that I had. Um, and then we moved again and then we got a slightly bigger garage. Um, again, slowly, but surely increasing the, the quality of the equipment and my clientele kept growing and growing. I mean, you can market all you want, but man, the, the power of word of mouth. So if like you read a review online and somebody says this, um, sure, that's okay. Four star, five star review. But if your, your best friend, your cousin says, oh, I, I got my transmission done at this place, you're going to trust somebody that you, you know, and love, um, or, or mildly tolerate. <laughs> a relative. Um, well, gonna, I mean, it also becomes a loyalty thing yes. at that point too. Like, yes. I, I mean, I'm not, this is not a true situation but even if my hairdresser cut my hair wrong i'm probably still gonna go back to her oh, yeah. right yeah. like well, so a, i've followed my hairdresser from place to place, place to place, to place, yeah. To place. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm still i'm still gonna go back because we have this relationship we're friends now you know i care about your family you care about my family i, w- I want to know about the vacation you're going on i mean it, it becomes like a, a a true relationship so there's definitely a lot of loyalty there absolutely and yeah. just the the client retention i mean you can it's tough getting new clients, but when you can retain somebody mm-hmm. and then people see that they're still going to you, they've been with you for a year, two years, almost three years. And it just, okay, this guy's doing something right because this person, that person, they've been going to him and he's in the garage. And with it being private, um, a lot of people, when they go into the gym, they think all eyes are on them and that's really not the case. Um, but it's just, a. I mean, there's, there's a big fear going to a public gym, especially if people see themselves a certain way, even though the mirror doesn't really reveal that everybody sees themselves mm-hmm. perception. and yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. perception is, is just different. So yeah, it just kept growing and growing. And, um, actually when I first started, I was, I, before I started, I was, I didn't tell you this, I was on the hiring list for the fire department. I, I just really didn't like those string of jobs. And, you know, when you get on the hiring department or the, the, the fire department hiring list, it's, it can be a year, two years, depending on when a the, position the need. Happens, yeah. yeah. But there was, I knew there was a bunch of people that were going to be retiring. So I was on that list. 
but then training kept getting better and better. And then they, um, the, what do you want to call it? The, the, the lead guy at the fire department came calling and I had to decline. I told him I let, um, I mean, I, I had something good going. I don't want to pass this up. Some relatives were thinking, oh, that's crazy. You got the salary, the pension, but I mean, it's really not worth the happiness. I couldn't see myself running into burning buildings. My wife was a big fan when I turned it down because she doesn't want to see me. She knows yeah. I'm uh, it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And another reason I really train is for mental health, not just for the physical and just the mental toll that firefighters have. Um, I know some people that have like night terrors and things yeah. like that. And just the things that they see, they, I mean, they do some great things, but they, they're like, they do the dirty work. They're like the first ones called for almost Everything. The, the, the worst, the worst things mm -hmm. you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that I passed on that. And, and me and my wife are where we are right now. So talk about that. What, what was that conversation like when you, you know, so here's the seed that gets planted of like, okay, it's time to take this out of the garage. So what, what did that look like? What did that conversation sound like? And, and thinking about being a, I mean, you're a small business owner, mm -hmm. um, in our community, which, you know, I don't, anybody could say that's the bread and butter of really what makes our community uh, amazing and, you know, the economy thrives. So, so talk about, you know, what, what that process was like and what that looked like for you and your family. So all the signs were just starting to point towards a bigger brick and mortar. So we lived in a cul-de-sac, a nice, quiet cul-de-sac. Our neighbors were awesome. They tolerated the traffic that my business brought in. It wasn't terrible traffic, but when I started having group sessions and I had one stat one session stacked on top of another, so say one session ends at 9.30 and then there's somebody, uh, so the, the next session would start at 9.30. So someone's going in, someone's going out and it could be four cars lined up. And I'm like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't do this much longer. And I was losing business because I, you can only get so many people comfortably in a partner session in the garage. And I'm a little claustrophobic. I like there to be space. Mm -hmm. I give my clients space. I expect, um, cause you have this, uh, this false, uh, this false idea with trainers are like right up on you. They're like moving your arms and like, it's almost like a comedic thing, mm -hmm. but <laughs> me, I like my space. I'm not going to be right up on you. Uh, and that's, I'm, my clients really appreciate that. So, um, sorry, I'm, I, I jump all around. <laughs> um, so yeah. And it just, it made sense. I was losing business because I couldn't get as many people in there for a certain session. And those partner sessions are really the, the sessions that can set my business apart because most gyms, they don't have the, the floor space to have multiple people or the equipment available or the type of setup. Um, I mean, some gyms you can, you can get to, but I can operate with three or four people training at one time. And it's just like a, an exclusive group of friends or family. Um, so the, I looked at one space before this one that I'm at right now and you know, where Halstead is, mm -hmm. uh, uh, in the, the Ridley tower mm -hmm. on the second floor. Yeah. So I, I looked at that space. Susie Mack took me in there and I was looking around. I saw the vision. I was like, man, this is, this would be a great spot. Windows all around. Um, there's that big window that you could see into that lobby. Mm -hmm. And it just, there was that second floor. There was a lot of work that needed done to it. And not just that room, there was just out leading up to get up to that second floor we just we couldn't manage that and then one of my clients she messaged me she was like i know you're looking for a spot my husband has this uh has this building that they're renovating right now you should come take a look at it she sent me a picture uh i don't this doesn't look good so i mean i'll, I'll just be polite and take a take a look at the building me and my wife go we're looking around it's it's like it's a it's got it's got some depth to it it's like 120 feet long, just like those old buildings downtown are. And I'm looking around, like tapping the walls, Kick kicking things, yeah, yeah. hands in my pockets. Make, like, make it look like you know what you're yeah, doing. Like, <laughs> good, good, good bones. That, that <laughs> moment where you kick the wall and your foot goes through and you're like, yeah. oh, crap. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. Uh, yeah. We'll need so to fix then, that. Uh, we started talking numbers. I went back multiple times. Um, so it was with uh, J.G. Bowers. So Phil Bowers, John Pruz, um, and Phil's sister, sister Whitney. Um, worked with them. They were awesome to work with. And we were talking numbers. 
there was one other person interested in the building and it was almost like, okay, we need to jump on this building before somebody else does. Um, and we were just interested in renting. Then we went home, my wife and I, we had dinner and she's like, what do you think about buying this building? Like based on, I mean, it makes more sense um, cause you're going to pay less for a mortgage based on the square footage versus, mm -hmm. I mean, renters just don't have the option. I mean, you're going to pay more because right. you're a renter and we worked with, uh, we crunched the numbers. We went, we worked with Scott Nicholson at Grant County state bank. And it's like, man, we're really going to try and buy a building. And, 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 and it happened. It, it, it made awesome. sense. My wife had a great team at, so she works for general motors and she was at the Fort Wayne plant at the time. So she works for HR and she's like, um, she shares like an office space with like the financial team and one of her best friends, um, uh, worked in the finance department. So GM was writing my business plan, doing the projections and all that. <laughs> and we took it to Grant County State Bank and they're like, this is very impressive. I don't know if we've really seen something like this. And yeah, it's, I yes. mean, it's, it's yeah. who, you know, kind of a little bit, <laughs> mm -hmm. not so much what, but you know, it was like all the and doors were opening. Yeah, right? There's a lot it's of like, people and when this, the door opens, it's like, you just have to walk through. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so you said um, in the green room when we were talking before we started that, so you have Strive Studio downstairs mm -hmm. that you can call, make appointments, stuff like that. But you said the loft at Strive Studio, what is that? So and the, how do those two things connect? So the second floor um, of the building, so it used to be an old jewelry store and this, the top floor was a like a studio apartment. There was walls. It was, it was beat up. I don't think anyone lived there for a while, but, um, we just, we had, uh, uh JG Bowers clear everything out and we just turned it into a wide open. It's about 1400 square foot of, um, just original features like hardwood exposed brick and that timeless kind of industrial look with the exposed ducts, electrical, um, something that's just, it looks good. It's nice and clean and simple. And it's a, uh, we rent it out for people can do parties up there. We offer chairs, tables, and just a, a versatile rental space. People, it's really popular with um, photography. We have photographers in there all the time. I was just thinking that somebody, I was doing prom pictures for Gavin outside and somebody said, yeah. you yeah. should check out the loft. And I'm like, what's the loft? Mm -hmm. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So, more details. so those prom That's photos, what it is. we did our first one we did was the Saturday after those storms uh, when Oak Hill had their prom. Yeah, so that's, there was, my son was Oak Hill. So, yeah, we it was I mean, it was a blessing in disguise. Uh, um, for, I mean, we we did not want those storms, but the storms helped us. And for us to offer that space for those kids and those families like they couldn't some of them couldn't even really get. Uh, ready at home because they didn't have power the right. water wasn't running and they were just sharing stories and like i i got like i'm getting the chills right now i was almost teary-eyed hearing they were just so thankful that they had a space like we we set up props um peacock chairs like suede chairs couches a big mirror and um, we even put out food snacks um and one of the parents he was like you guys should charge more than what you are it's this is way it's worth way more than what you guys are charging. And we're, we're just so blessed that you guys did this. And I was like, man, we're like, we're, I mean, we just wanted to have photos in our space. We didn't realize we were making such an impact like that. So we kept doing, we did it again for Mrs. Cinewall. We did it again for Marion and yeah. So people can find you on Facebook, Instagram, website. What's all of so yeah? Those? In, so Instagram, uh, the Loft at Strive Studio, same thing on Facebook, um, and then with uh, so yeah, we have separate socials for the gym and the and the loft. Um, so Strive Studio, Strive Studio, Marion on Instagram, <laughs> and then I'm not sure about underscores and all that. Right, yeah. but yeah, Strive Studio, Marion. Yeah, search it. You'll find yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, Facebook and Instagram, and then fearsignfitness.com for uh, the website, and it has loft information as well as my training. And people can book Perfect. sessions through the app, so they can see, well, on my website, it'll take you to an right. app, so you can see real time rather than the back and forth, like, oh, can I, you have a 9.30 on Thursday, and just, 
I used to do pen and pen and paper, just writing stuff <laughs> down and looking at my calendar. I got wild. And yeah. um, like, it, it, it just, efficiency. I was like, I'm, I'm wasting so much time. So automating it and people can cancel, they can book. And it's, yeah, that, that's how, that's how people book. So I have Scottish. maybe a random question though. You're an entrepreneur <laughs> and you've done so much and stuff. It is kind of a little bit of a Scott question. Like you've lived in multiple places and that type of thing. What is your favorite? And you hate this because it's an absolute. What's your favorite thing about Grant County? My favorite thing. Like if you were to bring someone that's never been here, where is the place you take them? The things you do with them that is quintessential Grant County. Okay. So in the morning for breakfast, we would go to train station. All right. I like it. Um, I mean. He's got a whole day planned for just, just, I know. I'm just, excited. Just the small town where everybody knows your name. And I mean, we have the same waitress pretty much every time we go there. So train station and yeah. we could go to Matter Park or do you want to call it Matter Park? <laughs> um, go go there, walk around, see the gardens. That, this is a tough question because there are a lot of people mm -hmm. rag in down Grant County, but there's so much. Mm -hmm. If you if you look deeper, it's it's like a lazy response people down the community all the time it's like what are you what are you really bringing to the community that you can have that you're able to say all this negative stuff but anyway back to it what we're doing well that's why this podcast started yeah, yeah. right we got tired of all of our friends telling us oh you're still in grant county yeah. what's yeah. wrong with you like there's great county. stuff here so we're going to share <laughs> and, and that's right it, it's it's funny how a lot of this stuff is just <laughs> well for me it hovers yeah. around food Food, mm -hmm. food is like that's a consistent thing. Yeah. Yeah. Food, food. That's is, why you exercise, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I eat a lot of food. I get, I get down. Don't, don't let my my profession fool you. So for lunch, we'll go to El Taco. I know there's a lot of good Mexican places, but El Taco, it's it's right by our house, and it's when you go into a place and you see the people that are in there eating, probably maybe twenty percent of them speak English. You know, it's good. Mexican, Mexican food, food. <laughs> it, it, it makes them think of the food from home. where they where they were yeah from home so that's I mean that's that's a good marker for me to know that I'm having legit Mexican uh, legit Mexican food because there's a lot of establishments around here and then after that oh man it depends on the time of year I mean you have the lights at the park you have concerts at the park in gas city we can get gas city involved with this um, the parades that Gas City puts on. Gas City has a lot of pride in their their small community, which I'm I'm hoping that Marion can be uh, mm -hmm. can take a can take a page out of Bill Rock's book and do what he's doing. Um, and then maybe we can go over to Converse <laughs> and Imagine Burgers. <laughs> uh, Scott Reader, they make a good. Uh, make a good burger over there and um yeah i heard their steaks are really good now too we ha i haven't been there since they've added those but my wife she's we're we're big on food she's she's a snob when it comes to like drinks margaritas and stuff like that all right so where does she go to get a margarita so she she'd rather make hers at home. She makes hers from scratch. She does. Oh, her own, she does salt her, own her sugar syrup. on the rim. Um, and the, the, nice, the hard, nice, the hard nice. hitting questions today. <sighs> any of that? I, I don't think, I don't think she does. I know, right? I don't think she does any of that. <laughs> uh, well, maybe if, if friends are coming over <laughs> just for, <laughs> just for look, she might do salt. But, uh, <laughs> just yeah, for looks. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> but, um, she makes her own, does her own simple syrup and the key to hers. I don't know if I'm supposed to give this away. But You're she, probably not. She uses oranges. Oh. Oranges, oh. Is, oranges are the key. Yeah. And then uh, Terramana is a good quality. Uh, I know this is uh, this is clean. You guys talk about. We can. <laughs> we can. Alcohol. <laughs> oh. I, I've heard you guys say adult beverages, but oh well. Never I mean, throughout. everybody knows what adult beverages throughout, throughout are. Brands. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know yeah. like how clean. Yeah, like, I, know. I don't no. think we're gonna get a knee yeah. for that. Okay, I know I, I Will and Taylor are heavily invested in this community. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you've you've mentioned your wife. Tell us a little bit a little bit more about your family. It's growing recently. Yes. Yeah. We. So my wife just gave birth to 
child number two, Briar Rose. Mm-hmm. Like Congratulations. The, the, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The, she's a little Disney, little Disney <laughs> princess. <laughs> yes. Yes. We've been watching it quite a bit lately. That is um, my all time favorite movie. Yeah. My wife's like middle name is Rose. So before my son was born, um, she only had, she only had that name picked out. So if my son <laughs> would end up being a girl, he would have been Briar. Um, but my son, Britt, uh, yeah. Britt James, yeah. we say his name like Rick James because it just, it rolls off the tongue. Um, so, and that, that wasn't because yeah. I'm a big LeBron James fan or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. I had to, I had to step back from that. This is, this is clean. Um, oh, sorry. So. <laughs> Yes, yes. No, 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 that's good. That's good. He said he was stepping back. <laughs> we, could, we, could, we could spend another hour on. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't jumped into the office. But yeah, my wife, my wife, she's one of the sweetest, hardworking, do anything for anybody, whether they deserve it or not, type of people. Um, she, she got a, so she started working at GM right out of college, 22 years no, she was 21, supervisor on the floor, a young female being a supervisor for these people who were two and three times your age that have been doing things a certain way for so long, a lot of pressure. So she's, she's hard as hard as nails. She's, she's a tough cookie. Um, and just one of the most intelligent and driven people. Like once she got her master, she's like, I don't know what to do now. I feel like I should be in school still. Like just, enjoy your career if you want and we'll have some yeah. kids yeah <laughs> so yeah 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 at first we actually we, we were thinking like four kids maybe then when we had brett we're like uh, two two maybe yeah. two's a nice number the yeah. first one lulls you into thinking that it's gonna be Lisa, fine and then you have that second one you're like still oh. due to two yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. still new yeah yeah well yeah. he's at two he doesn't need three you know? yeah we have a happy little family yeah. we're, it's we're a done. good divide yeah. too like we're done having kids when you gotta split one, one parent bo- goes one yeah. place one can go another one boy one girl man to man and yep. we are we're good to embark on the the rest of our life with these. That's great. That's great. Um, So like your mom's still in the area, family's still in the area. Yes. 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 Uh, I have a, both of our families. We, we do a lot of stuff with family. Um, I come from a pretty big family. A lot of, a lot of siblings, cousins, some gain through marriage. So I have family in Florida as well. And like, Hey, we're coming for a visit. uh, St. Croix. (laughs) It's hey, yeah, yeah. When when my dad when my dad retires, that's where they plan nice. on moving and getting a house and having like an Airbnb yeah. there. And we're like, all we for get this week free. We'll <laughs> yeah, we have a legit place and like an excuse. Yes, yes, yes. Right? It's like- so yeah, we do a lot of stuff with family, a lot of stuff with family and friends around here. And there's really just getting together, having a barbecue, and uh, and sometimes we'll have. Uh, if it's cold weather and it, yeah. if it, we need a lot of people, we'll do stuff at the loft at Strive Studio because we have table and chairs. Um, we can accommodate parties up to like 45-ish people. Oh, so awesome. yeah, little little plug right there. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It fits my family. So Is that a slogan? We just made up a slogan. Yeah. She, she claims she's I not creative, oh. but I tell you what. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. I am not creative. <laughs> That, that, that was good. That was good. And my wife, she's a tea connoisseur. So, and I, oh. I, I dropped, I she don't know if she did. knew the China, the, the tea <laughs> trivia, but she, she's, she collects China. She, you would think she's like a 50 year old woman with her China cabinet and all the China she has. She actually got scored a huge deal on some China in Muncie, like a box of China for like 80 bucks. Did some research. There was like eight sets in there. The picture only what? showed like two or three. One set was worth like $5,000. Yeah. Yeah, So like, we're not, we're keeping that. We we get this China out. So we were, we had a, we had a family get together. We got out the good China and I'm doing dishes. I'm washing these expensive dishes. You're like, why did we eat on these? I'm squeezing the the dishes. (laughs) 
And then my 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 stepdad's next to me drying, and he's like the same thing. It's like, man, this is I've never been so nervous. Don't break before. the life's china. Yeah, was, yeah. So anybody involved with the process, we let them know how expensive. That's a two hundred dollar plate. Yes, that's that's exactly my, yeah. my thoughts. And nothing yeah. nothing broke, and we were we were oh. good. Yeah, it, it was Mother's Day. That's why the guys were all. Oh, uh, you can. I'm do a clean freak. I usually do the Mother's cleaning Day anyway. Day too, but, right? uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cleaner. I got to make sure things. Yeah. Well, this uh, 45 minutes has flown by, Josh. Yeah, it did. Um, we can't go. We can't leave without asking what you're reading, watching, and listening ah. to. So they took the Office off of Netflix. They took New Girl off of Netflix. <sighs> Apple Plus, Shrinking, Ted Lasso, yes. stuff like that. Um, we're we're close to finishing up this season of Ted Lasso. And well, by the time this airs, Ted Lasso will be over. Yeah, it but will. Oh, so is this the final some season? Controversy, That's though. What they say. Okay. I was, I was kind of figuring that. It says third season. I know. Megan last third week season. told us that series finale. Apple TV says season finale, not series finale. Okay. But Jason Sudeikis has always said that it's a three season arc. It's, it's just so well written. The characters yeah. are awesome. Yeah, I don't really. If I read, it has to be something that I that I'm really passionate about. I listen yeah. to um, this podcast where we landed. Pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> it's so I'm, I'm a little bit of a fanboy today. <laughs> I was like nervous. I'm like, man, this is it. When Iris texted me and said, um, "Would He's you like I've made it?" This is it. Hey, <laughs> uh, the big time. I, I sent this. I sent a screenshot to my wife. I was like, "This is my moment." Uh, <laughs> no, and then, like, and then he gets in here mess. and he's like, "Oh, that's not too bad." <laughs> no, no, I'd, I'd gladly, I'd gladly yeah. uh, suggest that anybody in Grant County come and do this. Yeah. Music, I'm '90s, '90s to early 2000s. Whether it's like uh, rock, alternative, classic hip hop, I don't really know. Like when I'm making my Instagram reels, the music I attach, I'm like, what are, what are the kids listening to? I know what I listen to. I'll, it'll go nice. from anywhere from like just the be true to yourself. To like Who cares Clan. what the kids are listening to? I'm, I'm just, I'm all over the place. Yeah. 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 I'm not really in it for likes. I actually told somebody it's not about the likes. It's about the people I help. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, like it. it's not like about it. the likes. That, that's a, that's shirt worthy. <laughs> that is shirt worthy. Yeah. Not about likes. <laughs> not about the likes. All right. Well, Josh, it has been a pleasure to have you today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening out there, make sure you like, follow. Bye. And uh, we will see you next week. See ya. Bye. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.